0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Right, we're ready for this, boys. We certainly are. Before we put hands in, like how, how would you describe the, the razor sharpness of a cornerstone razor, Phil?
2: <laughs> I'd say it's sharper than a Bulbasaur's razor, razor leaf,
1: Ooh. Tim. So topical, Phil, so topical, (laughs) so now, so July 2016 with the Pokemon reference. I love that. Yeah, Uh, just for £4, for as little as £4, you could jump on the bandwagon with us and everyone else that is using the best razor blade on the market, a cornerstone razor blade, voted better than Gillette, better than Wilkinson Sword um, and all the others, top of its class and yet still, still, a niche offering and something that you can get involved in before the rest of the world because you're with us the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast just four quid uh, by getting a £10 discount on your first order which will include any, a free engraved shaft aluminium precision engineered shaft cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers or egg 10 at checkout there you go right uh, let's get let's get into this podcast then hands in and pod on three. One, two, three. pod, pod. This is the Egg Chasers rugby podcast, a podcast that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. We are just three fans, three mates that love the game and thank you very much for listening. I'm Tim, that's JB. Hello, Tim. And that there is Philip. Hi, Tim. Uh, On this podcast, you are going to be treated to, well, some sevens news ahead of the Olympics, some super rugby news uh, as the... Season there comes to a crescendo. What's going on with Bath and their director of rugby? What's going on as we put a couple of more clubs under the microscope this week? Wasps and Worcester, and what's happening in the world of Stash and what is happening in the world of Stuart Lancaster? We have another update for you today. All that coming up on the podcast. Remember to leave your reviews on iTunes. Um, we've had some great ones, boys, uh, on iTunes. Uh, this one from the London Irish blog. Uh, they've been long-time listeners. Yes, yeah, they have. Uh, fantastic rugby crack. Uh, almost perfect however loses points due to a clear and obvious lack of southern hemisphere domestic rugby chat (laughs) (laughs) Uh, a reference to last week's podcast (laughs) it still gives us a five-star review so i think this one's just a joke the fact i heard nothing in the way of team news on otago and bay of plenty is literally (laughs) (laughs) literally, (laughs) it's literally heartbreaking what about the curry cup well it does not receive the airtime it deserves why is it called the curry cup I don't know. Good question.
2: It is a good question. I'm sure Answers one of our on listeners. It does
3: sound like the sort of thing you'd call a league for five a side. You know, like a five a side <laughs> on a Friday night and you end up going for a curry afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so iTunes for your reviews. Uh, there was another one here. It says... Um, I was going to give this review two stars just to wind up JB. Uh, but the podcast is too good. <laughs> if, if you if you didn't hear JB's response to a two-star review last week, it's well worth that's not Let's that, not
3: encourage people to give yeah. two-star reviews. No, no,
1: no. no. Just listen, we, back. Listen, listen back. Listen if you want back and you'll to understand. Out. And Tim Pedro, on a similar vein, uh, this week has left a review saying... Surprisingly, five stars, surprisingly little coverage of MotoGP. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right, we are at Rugby Podcast on Twitter as well. And there was a, a little job application, uh, a little job opportunity that popped up on Twitter, which Paul Harris <laughs> tweeted us about Rugby Podcast and said, JB, this is perfect for you. The tweet came from BBC Scrum 5 Wales, uh, who said, can you express the buzz of the Pro 12? Can here's I? Your, here's <laughs> your chance to join our team. You should just send them our Pro 12 report jingle. Uh, actually, I, I've done that. I've, I've set off my CV and I've sent off the Pro 12
3: report. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you being serious? I'll show you my email.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Amazing.
3: Yes, yeah, so if you get on Twitter and
1: can lobby for me to get the Pro 12 job, that would be
3: great, <laughs> thanks.
1: <laughs> wow. Uh, speaking of jobs, Stuart Lancaster, in our series of um, Stuart Lancaster Watch. Um,
2: yeah, what will Stuart do next?
1: What will yeah. Stuart do next? Well, no, no, it's
3: what won't Stuart do next? Because <laughs> he's done nothing. <laughs> um, like, we, Atlanta, we, Stuart Lancaster's here. Who? Yeah, he's big from the UK. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Bring him into the reception. Let him talk to the assistant coaches. <laughs> Chris Hoy and the rest of the British cycling. Someone called Stuart's at reception. <laughs> what? We're busy. We're cycling. Yeah, he was talking to you about culture. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, uh, he was on the short list of people being interviewed for Toulon's top job. Mm. Yes. Well, this is interesting. Do you know the background
3: to the Toulon thing?
2: Uh, I don't... Well, no. Go on. So, Toulon...
3: I've got Bernard Lepore in charge. Yes. Yes. Bernard Lepore does not show up to work until Thursday. That's just a fact. He just doesn't show up. And when he does, he has a little flip chart. And he says, you're going to lose all these games. He actually plans out the next six games in advance. He goes, lose, lose, win, win, win.
2: He actually is it, is it just on home and away? Home and That's, that's that how is the, basically it. Yeah. That's how the yeah. French League works. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
3: Matt, Matt Gitter apparently runs all of the backs moves. And the forwards look after themselves. Bernard Lepore shows up and that's what he do. Amazing. So this year, they've got the Stade Francais team. Or should I say Diego Dominguez, Dominguez? Shadowing him all year, ready to take over for next year. Right, so that's okay. All in place. Yeah. Except for the fact that Diego Dominguez, before he's even gone to Toulon, has now fallen out with the Toulon owner, Morad Bujla So <laughs> after a year's shadowing. He's an easy man to fall out with. Apparently so. Apparently very he's easy. He's a very um, peculiar character. So that's why Lancaster's going. Now, I can't think of a better marriage than Murad Bougelat and Stuart Lancaster. Oh, wow, but yeah. Knowing, from the stories you hear coming out of Toulon. This would be a match made in heaven. Well, ish.
1: Lancaster's a cool customer. So it's, you know, much like, you know, Game of Thrones, Bougie Lad's the fiery, you've got the, the, a song of ice and fire. You'd have the cool man, <laughs> Stuart Lancaster, and the fiery guy, Marad Lad. There's only one, one
3: job Stuart Lancaster should have, only one, and that's ahead of the All Blacks. Uh, that would suit him down to the ground. <laughs> because if we look at what the All Blacks are now at the moment, now, I'm sure I'm going to incur someone's wrath. Steve Hansen has not won a, a, a single competitive game at top-flight club rugby. He's not even been in charge of a top-flight rugby team. Well, that's only marginally worse than Stuart Lancaster's record, which is he's only won two games of top-flight top-flight r- rugby. On on top of that, uh, Steve Hansen has not won a, a, a game against a single major tier tier one nation as the Welsh coach. And then he went over to New Zealand and won won the World Cup. Stuart Lancaster and Steve Hansen are almost the same person. I'd have Stuart Lancaster as a replacement for Steve Hansen.
2: <laughs> I think anyone anyone could be a replacement for Steve Hansen. I could get the but All Blacks to, to a semi final. Steve Hansen's record with Wales is absolutely appalling. It's incredible. Like, it's, isn't it? it's one of the worst international records of any coach ever. So they, they, he never beat a Tier One opponent apart from Scotland, who he beat 50% of the time. So he lost three times to Ireland, lost three times to France, lost five times to England, lost to Australia, lost to New Zealand, lost to South Africa. So he never, exactly. be, never beat them, never I, beat them. I
3: think Stuart Lancaster's lost to almost all of those teams. I think he has. So if you kind of just transplant that to put him into the all-black setup,
1: boom, natural successor. What won't Stuart do? Uh, we'll find out what what he's up to next week. No, what he's not <laughs> he's the, like, what he's Yeah, not yeah what he's not. He's like... Um, He's like a modern-day Mr. Ben.
2: <laughs> just goes into the shop.
1: What's shall like do today? I think I'll Justin. be... Uh...
2: <laughs> Love it. I, I, all joking aside, I actually think he might not be a bad fit for Talon. He's a terrible fit, mate. Just, terrible fit. just in terms of they've got the talent there, they've got the people who train hard, who know what they're doing. They don't need someone who's going to come and implement a, a really... Expansive, exotic game plan or strategy, like the Saracens boys do. Mm-hmm. He just needs someone to show up, put out cones, and get the get the people where they need to be you know with the right attitude. I'm
3: completely the opposite opinion to you. Stuart so really? Lancaster isn't a coach that coaches rugby he goes there and he talks about all this other absolute nonsense that goes goes on the RFU about culture and be nice and you know building teams
1: but it's all absolute well, nonsense genuinely People for boys don't need that for sus- for and, sustainability to complement what bujela does which is buy buy spend, the, spend cash spend loads of cash buying the best players and then let the, let the experienced old heads run the show Clearly. Steve Diamond.
3: Steve Diamond would be perfect for well, too long. Well no, but
1: he he would want to get that leash. He wouldn't want to he, he would want a bit of that leash, whereas, you know Matt Gitto's like, oh that's all, I've got this, I've got the backs. Anyway, but my point is actually someone to come in at Toulon and go, what's going on down here with these young players you keep coming through? Who cares about the let, young players? They let care let young me sort players. them out. <laughs> well yeah. there's there's a there's a yin and a yang, that's all I'm saying. I'm not he, sure what that means. It could be an intro he could be a good guy to have around, around I think he'd be the good, a good guy to have around any I, setup. Uh, yeah, a school setup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: he'd be a good guy to have a school
1: around a school setup, that's it. <laughs> Alright. Um So right, Lancaster If if you 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 see see or hear anything about doing
3: the rugby dungeon next week, so
1: uh, that'll that'll be good fun. No, he's not. Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) 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 Wow. Um, Okay, I've I've got. Before we get into the Super Rugby, uh, we'll we'll just take a look at what some of the some of the Northern Hemisphere guys, uh, England and well UK based guys, are doing with their summer, uh, with a special summer rugby social that I've got ah, so I, it's I, been, a, I take, been a while yeah we know our, we know our rugby players love Twitter and social media and Instagram and all the rest of it so I've been looking around at what some rugby players have been doing and um, you're going to have to guess what they've been up to um, when I give you some options so firstly and we go to Ellis Genge Ellis Genge. How <laughs> really? did you? How did you know Ellis Genge? I,
3: I, well, it was a joke because he's been in trouble before when he went away. But we're not allowed to talk about it. It's trouble. We're not allowed to Ellis talk about. Genge <laughs> is who I've got. <laughs> <Is it really? laughs> that's who I've got. Is <laughs> the f- question
1: number one? I thought what? you were looking over my shoulder or something. Uh, uh, well, Ellis not, Genge, question number one. I'm not going to go with my original answer. That's for sure. Uh, did, did, yeah, this is nothing to do with any previous <laughs> that's, that's all, that's, 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 just Don't address it. Yeah, uh, Ellis Genge. <laughs> um, we got complimented on our dodging of Ellis Genge, by the way, in previous <laughs> podcasts. Anyway, right, There's
3: not much dodging of Ellis Genge when he decides... Uh, anyway. anyway
1: uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, did Ellis Genge tweet... He tweeted... Oh, oh, that's Ellis
3: Genge. <laughs> no, boys.
1: No, no. Um, Get out. Ellis Genge tweeted one of the following. Which one? Did he say... Did he tweet? Currently in Australia, pretending not to be an English rugby player. Currently in Thailand, with it coming out of both ends, mm. <laughs> or currently in Ibiza, with James Haskell on the decks? Interesting. Hmm.
3: Interesting. Well, I don't think James Haskell is in Ibiza, because, Oh no, he is in Ibiza, but he's not on the decks because he wanted someone to get him on the decks.
2: Yeah. So let's was...
3: get rid of that. Both ends. Now, that's an interesting one because apparently he doesn't drink too well. So that, that does stack up. <laughs> and the last one, why would he pretend not to be an English rugby player?
2: Uh, because we've just hammered them in Australia.
3: Uh, that's exactly why he would be in English.
2: Yeah.
3: So I'm going to go for Thailand.
2: I, I also think that he's just been to Australia. He's, he's come back. He's probably not going to go back out there. So I'm going to say Thailand. Correct, both of you.
3: Yeah. Yes, yeah. Look at that. Uh, coming out of Lodge both uh, ends.
1: Ellis Genge uh, has it coming out of both ends. <laughs> Lovely and, image and, and for and you. Who sent that tweet? Was it the Leicester Press team or? <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Ellis himself. Uh, next one. Um, what a pro. This one comes from <laughs> Ollie Devoto. Ooh. Did Oli Devoto tweet uh, on his little summer break? I love a good English tweed blazer, hashtag suave. I okay. love a good English loose leaf breakfast tea, hashtag morning cupper, Or I love a good English picnic, hashtag scotch egg.
3: Interesting. Well, I'm going to go with the first one. I've got a reason for this as well. Uh, extra Chiefs, their home, no, their their dress, their dressy up bit, whatever you call that, their ones is a tweed jacket, and he's just moved there, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone to get fitted out for a, an ah. extra tweed jacket, mm. and that's what he likes.
2: Interesting. I'm going to go. I think that's a good good strategy. I'm going to say picnic. i'm Going to go for. A, he's indulging in a Scotch egg on yeah, a nice like, sunny day.
1: Yeah. Why would you ever tweet about tea? Hmm. Um, because your name's Oli Devoto and that's what you do. Because it was a tweet about tea. <laughs> oh. He loves. He he tweeted how much he loves a good English loose leaf breakfast tea. Is that is that a sponsor <laughs> of some sort? <laughs> I <have> no idea. <laughs> um, okay, uh, here's a different one. Then okay, you have to. There were eight hashtags used by Sergio Parisse. He did a two-word tweet and just said Central Park.
2: Yeah, I've been following him. He's been traveling around uh, the
1: US. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. And uh, he's with his missus. Oh, okay. Uh, he used eight hashtags. I just want to see if either of you can guess a hashtag. So he was in Central Park. In Central Park. So hashtag NYC. Uh, I'll give you hashtag New York. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. That's a waste of word. Vo- a waste Hasht- of characters, isn't
2: it? Hashtag Pokemon Go. Uh,
1: no. Oh. Um,
3: no. Um, hashtag. hashtag.
1: Okay, New- USA. No. Trump for president. <laughs> so, <laughs> hashtag Big Apple. Uh, no, it was. So his tweet just says, Central Park, squirrel emoji, leaf emoji, hashtag New York, hashtag Central Park, hashtag walk, hashtag SF, hashtag, hashtag, hashtag honeymoon, hashtag good time, hashtag so happy, hashtag oh. so love. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. One of these hashtags will pick up, surely. <laughs> oh, my God. I know.
2: I know. Surely it was his missus t- tweeting that, not not Sergio. Oh,
1: he's, been, he's been heavy on the hashtags as <laughs> Sergio. Good God. That's a and one. Um, finally then, Jordan Crane. Another tough week of pre-season done and dusted. Feet up and watching what before the drive back to Leicester? What day was this? It doesn't matter. Um, he says, <laughs> feet up and it watching. It doesn't matter. Feet up and watching. I'll give you options. ITV Chase. Loose Women okay. or Billions? I don't know anything about any of those. But
3: because you said you wouldn't <laughs> tell me the day, actually, is Billions the new. It's the show about Damian managers. Yeah, Billions. Is,
2: okay. I'm gonna say he's finished. So Billions, you'd watch at any time, box set um, or Sky Atlantic record. I'm gonna say he finished at midday, and is got his feet up watching Loose Women before heading across.
1: Close. Uh, ITV, The Chase. The Chase. Uh, what is The Chase? Oh, is. I
3: don't know. Some, it's a, it's a quiz, to... quiz thing, isn't uh, it? Uh, most interesting part about that tweet... Let's start again on that. Most interesting part about that tweet is he's living in Leicester and training in Bristol. Yep.
1: That's yeah. That's a bit of a drive. Well, step. when I suppose when you've got kids and a wife and stuff... They keep if you are settled. I'm doing yeah. that, aren't I? I'm living down in London Monday to Thursday. Yeah. it's true. But you're not driving back up. Uh, no, you you won't, won't be getting b- a train.
2: Yeah, right? presumably you'll be... Uh, I don't know. His, his working hours are probably similar to yours. Uh, not, 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 not the not the time not the uh, time of day, but the number of hours. Number and, of hours. It, yeah, but I, think not
1: bad, not I think he's staying. I think he's staying
3: down in Bristol in the you week know, and going back. I think back Ben the Cohen, weekend. Cohen was living in like Northamptonshire or somewhere and travelling to
1: sail. Who's yeah. uh, I, think Cohen, actually, yeah. I think some people rack up some big old miles. Well,
2: uh, Andy Good was <laughs> flying, the, flying flying the day from, of the yeah, game. Yeah,
1: eating a. Eating a, a Gatwick um, Olympic or, breakfast or Olympic whatever Olympic breakfast <laughs> or whatever and then jumping on a plane to Newcastle on a game day what a guy. <laughs> Unreal Unreal um, Okay, right, so Super Rugby's been going on you Phil, y- you've, you've, had, you've got a Canes shirt on right now
2: I have My beloved Canes mm-hmm. I'm a, very much a Fairweather fan but I do root for the Canes
1: Who do you root for more? Canes or Ulster?
2: Definitely Ulster mm-hmm. Softam uh, Who,
1: can you explain the the playoff system because we've had the we've had the regular season finished done and dusted.
2: Yeah. Um regular season done. We've so it's quite complicated because there's uh there's effectively seven different tables. So there's four there's four conferences.
1: Okay. 18 teams, four conferences,
2: Australian conference, New Zealand yeah. conference, which is two independent tables yeah. which them form up to make the Australasian conference. You then have South African or Africa Conference Mm 1 and Africa Conference 2, which... Which
1: incorporates South America.
2: And uh, And Asia, Japan. (laughs) Japan. Um, So those two form the South African overall conference and then all of them are put together. So we've got the winners of each conference who are the Lions in Africa 2, the Stormers in Africa 1 the canes my beloved canes in uh, the new zealand conference and the brumbies in the australian conference
1: okay so they're
2: the top four teams they all get a home semi-final quarter final uh, sorry home home quarter final yeah. um and canes top the the overall table uh with lions in second place so they would get a home semi-final if they're successful in their in their quarter finals and they play the next four best scoring teams so the Brumbies who finished top of the Australian conference on 43 points Mm -hmm. actually scored fewer points than the Highlanders the Chiefs and the Crusaders who finished second, third and fourth in the New Zealand conference
1: but who all qualify for the overall conference so it sort of highlights how farcical this season's Super 18 has been or well, Super Rugby you know has
3: what? been. I quite like the fact that it's, that it's complex with the tables. I don't, I don't mind that so. Much. Oh, no, 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 I don't mind
1: that, but it's the fact that um Os the top Australian team who have a home quarter final are so yeah. much so much poorer than yes. a number of other teams. Yeah. That
2: is that is an, an anomaly. Um, cuz yeah, the <laughs> There's a good argument to say, well, the best four teams in the whole thing are the Canes, yeah. the Highlanders, the Chiefs, and the Crusaders because they yeah. they are in the toughest group. I mean, the, the Lions well, and the, the
1: Blues sp- arguably are better. Well, they are better than the Brumbies because they did.
2: beat them two weeks ago. It's like
1: it's like Zebra like being in the European Cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, uh, and that and people go, whoever's in that pool, it's like, oh, great. Well, we're through.
2: Yeah, it it, it is almost even if you don't win the group, yeah. you're going to be one of the the uh, best runners up. So yeah, the, there's an argument to say that and it, it is a bit of an anomaly because um having home advantage is enormous in the super rugby in the super rugby knockouts because you don't know where you are going until the Different week before. Time zones. Yeah, you've got to, so you've acclimatization,
1: then, altitude.
2: Yeah, course. they play they played yesterday, Friday and Saturday. They they then wait till all the games are played to figure out where they're going to end up playing and then they've got to travel to wherever they're playing. Um so, for example, the Crusaders are now travelling to Johannesburg to play the Lions, and they'll only be travelling midweek because they're going to have to sort out flights and all the usual stuff. Oh, wow. So it is it is a big, big advantage playing at home. That said, because the New Zealand teams are arguably the four best teams, you could potentially see, even though three of them are away, you could almost see uh, uh, all New Zealand That would be awful for the competition Semi-final. It, well, it, it's possible. It's
1: possible, it's, but it, I mean, it'd be it's a meritocracy, it, but it would be. I think they should do it in a kind of
3: NFL style, which is Australasia and yeah, Australasia one side, African conferences on the other side, so you always get. So say if the AFC is dominant over the NFC. The Super yeah. Bowl is always AFC versus NFC. Yeah, something like something like that. Yeah. Rather than make it so the New Zealanders can have all home semi-finals and all home. You finals.
2: could you could argue with that then that the African route to the final is an easier, easier yeah, route. What
3: happens with these competitions is it always is cyclical. Now the problem with this is it isn't cyclical because they're not having the same pool of players, are they? They're all domestically grown and going to those teams, so it is different.
2: But yeah, I'm
1: quite happy with the structure.
2: No, I, I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Well, as well,
1: what they're talking about for next season is only having the top two conference winners getting automatic home quarterfinals.
2: So the Australasian conference winner and the South African yes. conference winner, rather than the four yep. conference winners, and then
1: the two best runners up, which would mean two more New Zealand teams would have had home quarterfinals. It would. Now we've spoken about your beloved Canes. Where are my beloved Higuare?s
2: uh, <laughs> that, in the in the overall table
3: after their historic win over the Lions, who rested all of their players. Oh, I I kid you not, right? I'm sure that the Hagiwara's team talk is something like this, lads. The uh, the Lions have got three guys who've never played in Super Bowl before, so don't try very hard. I'm,
1: I'm sure <laughs> it's because <like that. laughs> they've played down to whoever they're oh, playing yeah to. lower yourself to the standard of yeah. your opponent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you either narrowly win or narrowly lose, or or, or get smashed or we'll get, smashed. We'll get
2: absolutely pumped. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're
1: such a good team, potentially.
2: Put, yeah, it's very reckon, much potential.
3: Uh, here's a shot for you. I reckon that Labanini is the best second row in the world in the next two years.
2: Wow. I think
3: he's incredible. He's a barnstorming player, really. He's, he really a, he's is. a good
2: player, yeah. Well, that is a hell of a statement with some of the young second rows and some of the well, like incumbent it, international it, second it, rows. I
3: is on his way. I think I, you know, a lot of
2: Marrow, Etzabeth, Etzabeth,
3: Etzabeth
1: I think, I think uh, Diaga. Right
3: up there. Right up there. Wow, uh, I watched this as well. Like the Lions had some like five uncapped, not just uncapped in like national terms, uncapped full stop in, in Super, Super rugby. rugby, and all the replacements for the uh, Jags all had like fifteen odd caps. I mean, the, the difference between the two teams in terms of experience is huge, mm. absolutely huge. There's a
1: couple of guys that were yeah. in the South African under twenties team. Kerwin Bosch, the fullback, he's been on the bench for the Stormers, and Zane David's—I don't know who he plays for back in South Africa. Don't
3: remember seeing. But he's he's an open league.
1: side that's going to be immense. Right. I never get bored of hearing right winger Karl Marksell. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, although it's yeah, Marks It's a piece <beautiful> language. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Jaguares the in African Conference Two. They are in third place. What? Out of four. How? Out of four, because kings, oh, kings say, are in how there. How did
3: they get that high?
2: <laughs> yeah, <they're> third, third <laughs> out of four. <laughs> in South African group, they're in fifth place, above the Sunwolves, the Kings, and above the Cheetahs, with that win. And overall, they are 13th out of 18.
3: It is fair to say, isn't it? Anything below the Jaguars is dross. It is so, dross. Just read those teams again.
2: So well, can... overall, in, in the overall table below, you've got, from the bottom up, yeah. Sunwolves, Kings... Crack foxes, force, yeah. Crack foxes, fire puppies, uh, the force, and the reds, uh, and the the cheetahs are all below oh my the jaguares.
3: If you got all five teams and tried to make a fifteen out of the, you know what they've got, you might have a
2: semi-classic team. <laughs> That's uh, another option for for Big Stewart It makes the Pro 12 to look go competitive.
3: To... <laughs> it, re- it, does, it makes the Pro 12 look like a good league. No, because
2: In... the top end, the top end of Super Rugby is immense. Is unbelievable. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but if you take out the, if you take out the New Zealand teams I don't think actually they're that much more competitive to the top teams in the Pro 12 I really don't maybe not I maybe mean, not I
2: knew probably... the top teams in the Pro 12 are, are, there's some very good teams yeah, in the, in the...
1: exactly what I'm saying yeah. the bottom end of it is yeah. get this for a tweet from Corey Jane while we're talking New Zealand sides uh, Corey Jane tweeted I got to training this morning and TJ Perinara asked me if I could drive him and Julian Surveyor around so they could catch Pokemon <laughs> true facts <laughs> Wow. Julian wow. Surveyor and TJ Perenara, world-class players and um, big into Pokemon. <laughs> um, although Surveyor's had a pr- bit of a form dip recently by his high standards. He, Which one? Julian. Julian. Julian,
2: not Ardy. Ardy's, Ardy's in great form. So he he has, and he, he got dropped in yeah. the... Uh, or Well, yeah, he was dropped, not, not rested against Wales for the,
1: the second yeah. test. So I'm thinking maybe a solution to that could be clearly, to his form slump, attach a smartphone to his... <laughs> To the ball, <laughs> and then put a Charizard uh, <laughs> at the opposing try line. <laughs> is that how you do
3: it? I'm trying to think how you do it. Maybe you need to put a Charizard on the ball. Whatever Charizard is,
1: it's like it's a good Pokemon. Apparently, mm-hmm. but it's, uh,
2: an it's evolved, the one that's called... twice twice evolved Charmander.
1: and no it's the idea. one that people went nuts for in Central Park in America it's was... a oh, really. Viperine. Oh, was it a Viperine? That was Viperine. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I only know right. So I saw a tweet like
3: you did about people running across Central Park, and it was because some Viperine was there. I had to Google the word Viperine, I thought it was like a, a mains water burst. <laughs> That's what I
1: thought.
2: <laughs> uh, so I've not played this, but I, I used will, to play... I, I won't. I don't have time, unfortunately. You will. Uh, I used to play Pokemon when I was a kid, when I was 30, when it first came out uh, back in uh, only, 98, something like you're that. You the
3: only man in the world who bought the Nintendo... What was the new one?
2: The Wii U.
1: <laughs> I've been playing Trialed. that recently, actually. Trialed. Although I've
2: been playing Wii games on it.
1: <laughs> oh, like so we were having a little natter before. We had just, uh, like um, if rugby players were Pokemon. Um, as, as the whole world's gone Pokemon, go mad. Have you two? Either of you two played it? No. No. no, no. I, I'm delighted to say it's a hat trick. I've I've walked around with with my lad Louie who's well into it, but I I refuse to be sucked in. I've got far more important thing. I've got, yeah. I've got stuff I want to achieve that's with my I, life. That's
2: what I keep telling myself
1: as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um I've I've got um a, a Haskachu who knocks <laughs> out opponents with a sonic boom of deadly house music. <laughs> oof, oof, oof. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good, good. Um a Danny Carizard, Ooh, yeah, Carizard. <laughs> who his weakness is his insanely small arms however he's an electric type um, Good. Uh, Pokemon who has s- incredible electric gas and he has the special power of being able to time jump back to 2012 when his high and tight haircut was actually remotely trendy oh
3: nice <laughs> nice uh, a hair portal if, if, you, if you will yes quite right uh, I've got a Jamie Unichu. Nune- uh, a Jamie Unichu. <laughs> <laughs> a Jamie <laughs> Unichu. Um, His shoulders turn into granite. I mean, we see that all the time. And his hands simultaneously turn into concrete. So it's so a bit like a, I think that's an earth
2: power, is it? A bit like an onyx. Yeah, yes, exactly. On, right. Onyx might be a rock type po- yeah. Pokemon. Um,
3: and a uh, Pro 12osaur. Uh, and our Pro 12osaur resides <laughs> in all of the stadiums in the Pro 12. And what it does is it gets a whole stadium of people and vanishes them. Uh, I think that's a psychic <laughs> power. <laughs> so uh, yeah Pro-12 <laughs> of the sort and Jamie Jamie and
1: very good very good you got any film? I'm too hungry over to think of, of Pokemon um, <laughs> I've got um, I've got an Ellis Gengisaur who goes no it goes away <laughs> <and> <laughs> no <laughs> we'll be taking off the air <laughs> woo
3: don't mention Alice Genge. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, um,
1: as we build up to the Olympic sevens... I can't hang on. Can we not get, give a shout out to, to our listeners to send in... Po- oh, yes. Pokemon to- yes. R- Rugby Pokemon. Rugby Pokemon. Um, yeah. Tweet at Rugby Podcast. We'll have some uh, rugby-based Pokemon ideas. And, and we'll, we'll... I don't know. If you suggest them and they're good enough, we might even... I might even have a word with, um, like, a, a mate of mine who does it. Illustrator illustrations, and we'll see if we can get them made up into ah, some sort of picture. Knock them into, about, maybe release a limited edition uh, egg chasers Pokemon cards. What do you think about calling our Twitter our Twitter followers the LTBP community? LTBP, let, let the Voice play, play. Let the Voice play community. Yeah, I'm game on. So uh, there you go. This is you, the LTBP community. community. <laughs> rugby Pokemon at Rugby Podcast. Go. The the closest one I've got
2: uh, is do you know what a snorlax looks like no I don't <laughs> It I'm looks adult. it it looks like that it's enormous okay. in, incredibly lazy just oh Thomas Francis Thomas Francis
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> who signed the new deal he signed a new deal he has the signed Chiefs. a new deal yeah um, very good deal uh, also in terms of other sort of ins and outs um, or just other bits of news just rattle through a few of these um, Quade Cooper con- confirms he's leaving Toulon that was on the cards on the cards is he going back to the Reds is That's that... what I'm hearing yet. Yeah. Um, well, oh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Has no one got enough... I don't room? know. No. I no one's got enough Salary Sol- Cup space to pick him up at this time in uh, the prem.
2: Yeah.
1: Hoops is not going to be the Bath Director of Rugby, as I hoped, um, but he is going to have a wide-ranging role somewhere in the senior management of the club. Uh, and he, one of the jobs he's been doing is going out to New Zealand and sitting down and having face-to-face talks with Todd Blackadder and his number two, Tabai Metzen from Canterbury Crusaders. No. Nope. With I'm Todd Blackadder, Br- Todd a is the head coach at the Crusaders. He would be director of rugby at Bath, and Metson would be head coach. Now,
3: I understand that they're out there, aren't they, with Tarquin and the other fella. Yeah. Uh, is it Bruce Craig or Craig Bruce? I can't remember which way around Bruce it Craig. It <laughs> Bru- Bru- Bruce Craig.
1: <laughs> so, that, that sounds like it might ha- actually happen, then. Yeah. Yeah. It's looking... Well, they need to solve that one. It's...
2: Yeah It's already uh, getting, it's getting a bit. Ever, ever closer I
1: worry yeah. about
3: Bath for the season I don't worry about them enough To get relegated But I tell you what I don't think I think they'll be scrapping In the bottom three Wow oh, I, don't, I don't think well, they'll be that bad put it this way Everyone's super As we always say Everyone is super competitive Right Yeah So if you think of a Bath team Without any real inside centres Outside of Bowdoin Yeah um, No real structure Until these new coaches come in Then they've got to Put the structure in place Yeah And it's so competitive
2: And they had a front row That a couple of seasons ago Was looking brilliant and is now looking increasingly shaky
1: despite, yeah. despite having the England scrum coach as your scrum coach is... but, but of course he's gone
2: he's gone
3: now yeah, yeah. exactly. so he's gone the only person I've got left really is our lineup coach and Toby Booth who I think is a good
1: coach yeah. but obviously Bath don't think he's a good coach because they're about to replace him mm. yeah uh, elsewhere Eddie Jones um, is thought to be considering calling up Sam Underhill to the England squad with the injury to James Haskell and his toe surgery. He's got Nathan Hughes going to be available for the Autumn Internationals as well. And it's thought that both are going to be drafted into the squad. Uh, Underhill, I I think part of the... Eddie Jones, as soon as he was made England coach, was asked about Sam Underhill and says, oh yeah, absolutely, he's on my radar. I see him as a six or an eight. Um, He's a seven. Potentially Rob Shaw being moved over to open side or potentially Sam Underhill being used as an open side is an option. And also I think it's... It's important to Eddie Jones and England that he gets picked soon because he qualifies at the end of next season for Wales. For Wales. On residency. If he stays there. The flip side is that England club player, uh, clubs might have an issue with a player f- playing outside of England being allowed. Yeah, was, yeah, I think
3: they've addressed this already, which is it genuinely is an exceptional circumstance. Because he he's studying. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't a pro. He went over to study. Having said that, he was a Gloucester prior to Ospreys.
2: Yeah, as an academy player. As an
3: academy player, yeah. So I think that has kind of been cleared. It's not the same as Stefan Armitage. What is the same as Stefan Armitage, however, is he's a seven. He's not an eight. <laughs> he's not a six. And I've watched this guy, and he definitely looks like a seven. He feels he's like quite a six big, to he's quite me. A big he's ball, boy, ca- he? ball carrying. He's stacked is, definitely, but he's, he's more. I think his ball carrying is his best attribute. Yeah, but you don't have to be a bad ball carrier to be no. a seven.
2: No, 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 no. I agree. Like I agree, um, that, that's something we'll, that's like O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, it's, oh, if could it's be... just
3: how physical the guy is. Yeah, I, I hope that you completely overlook him when he plays for Wales because I think he's brilliant.
2: Uh-huh. Now, uh-huh. On, just on yeah. the interesting thing that um, Eddie Jones, he specifically name-checked uh, Nathan Hughes. And he said he would like to see him as a six rather than six, an eight. Yeah. That's madness. It's it, For me, well, I've said this for a little while. So a couple of seasons ago, Nathan Hughes and uh, Billy were both in the top count for turnovers and both in the top tackle count in the Premiership. So it, it's not a bad option, you know. And that, that having those two ball carriers, it's like having, like New Zealand have Jerome Kano at six.
3: Do you not think Jerome Cain is a bit more of a thoroughbred six than either of those two boys are? Oh, def- he's a b- definitely, he's but I, a little bit. But... I
1: think what's what's happened to Billy Van in the last year is he's gone from a fifty-sixty minute player yeah. to an eighty-minute player. Yeah. And so I was always thinking, oh well, Billy can't, Billy probably hasn't got an eighty-minute game in him at that at, at what he does. So we well, probably yeah. Nathan Hughes and him <clears throat> between them, you've got eighty minutes of an amazing number eight. Yeah. Not to
3: probably disagree with you, Tim, but I actually think the reason that. Billy looked like a 60-minute player is because he did the line. They they relied on him in the old England team and Lancaster far more than they do in the team under Jones. That's not saying he doesn't do anything in Jones. I just think more people carry the load there. It's more even distribution.
2: That is definitely true. But he was even when he was at Saracens. He until a couple of seasons ago, and he said himself specifically, he is a lot fitter. He's he's worked on that. He's lost a bit of timber, lost a few kg, and he is definitely fitter than he was. But yeah, I, I completely agree with the point that, that he was. It, a lot of the time, it was just one option. It mm. was just Billy crashing it up every single time. Yeah, and he just looked exhausted.
3: And the problem I'd have with Hughes at six is what if he what if Hughes at six is facing someone like a Billy Vinopola I'm sure he can handle someone of, of lesser calibre at the very top end could he handle a um, what's his name big South African fella uh, Vimalan Vimalan I'm not sure I mean yeah he could run at
1: him sure but can he tackle him it's a yeah. It's a I, I think what I, I like would it. do is like probably if I was for the first game in the autumn series if everyone stays kind of fit and um, Haskell aside And on similar form Then I think I would probably Move Rob Shaw across Put Marrow Onto the blind side
2: Oh interesting yeah um,
1: And bring the other two guys in On the bench Or you know Involved in the squad One on the bench options I know yeah. no, Which way you cut it Frightening options
2: Yeah It is good
1: uh, But it's a Welshman That is favourite to Captain the Lions The early favourite Alan Wynne-Jones Really? Good yeah. shout
2: not, Yeah not a bad shout at all
3: Good shout uh, I think he will start I think he'll start, if he started today, sorry, if the was today, I think he'd start. But in 12 months' time, who's who's to say how good this English pairing are going to be of Cruz and Itoji, unless you move Itoji
2: to six? Mm-hmm. It will be an interesting dynamic. If the uh, the finals of next season go as they did this season, with no Welsh team, obviously Osprey's not in the, the final four, so he would be released and available for the Lions squad immediately, whereas the Saracens boys wouldn't join up with the squad until a week later,
3: and um, you know, probably come back with a second European Cup as well.
2: Yeah, yeah maybe a, maybe some uh, additional experience of big games.
3: That's it's crazy. In fact, do you know what's even more crazy? That this year's Highland Cup will be represented by one Welsh team, uh, Scarlets. In Scarlets. I don't even think they weren't even in, in 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 the top four. That's how undeserving the Welsh teams are of Highland Cup rugby this this year.
1: Well, <laughs> they've uh, got himself in with. Uh, Toulon and Saracens so. Good luck boys. Yeah. Have a good <laughs> one. Welcome back Jonathan Davies. Um right, so we we've got some other things to talk about. We've got um a little bit of chatter about the the sevens as we build up to that and we've got a sevens team of hookers to pick. Um we've yeah. also got to put under the microscope Worcester and Wasps as we, you know, make our way through the teams firstly in the Premiership and then we can move on elsewhere as we look at the ins the outs what we what are the expectations are for the season so what would you want to do first
2: um should we do the sevens go on then touch on the sevens team of hookers
1: yes so we're going through kind of position by position building up to the Rio sevens which is what it's like first week in August it is yeah, yeah. It's,
2: it's it's one of the early events as well it's in the first week of the the Olympics oh, is it yeah.
1: yeah it's creeping up and um, so, this time, a team of hookers, a sevens team of hookers. And we had quite, well, quite a few good suggestions, actually. Um, yeah. So, I'm sure they'll come up as we go through them. So, who have you got? Who would make your sevens team of hookers? Uh, I'm going to start with the captain, who will be Phil Greening. Phil Greening's a good shot. Genuine sevens pedigree. Mm, yeah. England.
0: S- hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes, until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: Was he a World Cup winner? Was he in that squad? No, he wasn't. He's won a a few Hong Kong Sevens and things like that. So the hookers then were uh,
3: the guy from from Bristol, what's his name, the guy who... um, well, oh, what's his name he played for Bath and Bristol uh, Mark Regan
1: Mark Regan Mark Regan was, was a backup to oh was the England hooker? no I meant World oh. Cup 7s yeah well, oh, oh, the 7s the woke up in like
2: 93 yeah, right, or 94 no, when Delalio
1: played I don't know if he was in that team but anyway no, no, no. he definitely wasn't but he's definitely won a few Hong Kong 7s and a few World 7s titles in his time or whatever with England he was he was in the old Ben Gollings and Simon Amor England 7s yep. team
2: yeah and he still commentates on for Sky. Every now and again.
3: Yeah. Oh, how about something a little bit um less obvious? Someone like Craig Burden.
2: Okay. The Big bit for
3: Toulon, who was a great runner.
2: Who's been released is it Montpellier now? I think so. Um he he's he's a good player. He's not as good a runner He's a bit more physical, but not as good at runner as Scout Brits. Well, yeah. I was going to say, first name they would on my team be, sheet be right Scout Brits. And that, you, could, you could possibly partner J- Jamie George with him. Uh, he doesn't have the look of a Sevens player necessarily. Has the
3: hands and the skills, though.
2: Yeah, he's a very, very skillful player. Uh, Harry and good Thacker? feet. Harry Thacker, Thacker definitely. Gas.
1: Little ball of. Tiny on Harry Thacker. Cute little Harry Thacker. Uh, Harry Thacker definitely. Tommy Taylor from Sale as well, I think.
2: S- Tommy Taylor's a good shout. And you could have um, Tom Youngs yeah, of, of any... Leicester, oh, who yeah. was formerly a centre, obviously.
3: Yeah. And, of course, because he doesn't have to, th- have to throw in, Dave Ward.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. because yeah, no, that's it, a great shout.
2: The scrum half normally throws in, so as long as he's not playing the scrum that's half, he doesn't have to throw <laughs> yeah, in. He could play hooker. <laughs> yeah, he could actually
1: play <laughs> hooker. <Hey. laughs> uh, Dane Coles. Dane Perfect. Coles, definitely. He's got everything. Gas, step, skills. Yeah. Well in that model, how about Plotter now? Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. And He's and... he's kind of a, a, a sort of bosh ball runner. Yeah, he is actually. How Karevi's a bit of a hang
3: on, have I got the right one? Karevi's the centre. So, no, hang on. Who why is it? Crevy. Augustine, Augustine Creevy. Creevy. Is that, yeah. I'm trying I, I'm getting confused now. He is the hooker,
1: He he's not a prop.
2: No, he's a, he's,
3: he's the hooker, hooker he? yeah. he's the captain, Good. offloading hooker.
1: Uh, he is awesome and hard as you like. I, 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 have, I think there's better runners. Yeah, there's better runners uh, he's on an
2: He is an offloader, yeah. um, and that
1: helps. Like like Bismarck, but maybe Bismarck a few years ago. Yeah, is far too big now. Yeah, Bismarck, he's too big now.
2: A bit big. The, man, uh, the man's an animal. You uh, know, one of your favorite pl- favorite hookers, who you think doesn't get enough game time, Sean Cronin. Oh yeah He's got some some good skills And surprising gas Yeah he went like Half the length of the pitch And I can't remember Which game it was Probably against Zebra Or someone like that Zebra yeah
3: (laughs) What what about right What about we get The bottom half of the Pro 12 And merge it with the bottom half Of of Super Super Rugby Rugby. And have one awesome league
2: (laughs) (laughs) One awesome league One terrible league Now
1: Yeah one awesome league Which requires a lot of travel (laughs) (laughs) Now Eddie Stevens Got in touch with us on Twitter and has said boys I will not accept no for an answer here is the captain of your sevens team and he sent us a YouTube video to uh, do you remember when it was like a, a charity match oh yeah I know exactly what this is uh, and Steve, Steve Thompson. Thompson scored an 80 metre try yes this to the Australian side. Truck.
2: yes, yes.
1: 80 metres he ran. Um, yeah, and, and he was probably weighing in about 21 and a half yeah, stone. And he, celebra- he celebrated with two beers on the touchline. <laughs> There's someone in the crowd <laughs> passed him when he got brought off as a sub. And bear in mind, it was rolling subs and he could have gone back on. Someone handed him two <laughs> beers. And he had one in each hand about f- 50 minutes into the game. I did that in a youth team game after scoring a try. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> a youth
2: team? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you, know when, um, you know when like YouTube videos has like suggested and it rolls on to the next video? The the next one after that. I'd
3: love to see what your suggested videos are The do. next one after that <laughs> is.
1: So Another hooker.
3: i it away again. Toby so Flood. Sake.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good old
1: Brian. <laughs>
2: I love that video.
1: <laughs> For, God For, it. For God's sake. For God's sake.
3: Yeah, probably one of the. Uh, m- m- most amateurish co- commentary teams ever to uh, com- <laughs> uh, ever to do commentary on an international rugby game.
1: Right, so hold We're on. Just... So, so sevens. I'd say we've got five definites: Shout, Bricks, Harry Thacker, Dane Coles, Dave Ward, Dave Ward, Tommy Taylor. He's like a back yeah. row player as <laughs> well. Okay? And then, then so Keith,
2: Keith Woods. Keith Woods, yes, needs to be in there. Oh
1: God, he does. Yeah.
2: uh I've also got Ashley Johnson, who was mentioned by a couple of people on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe he's a bit chunky, yeah, but he's, he's an explosive runner. An
1: explosive runner. I think, uh, yeah.
2: And then possibly uh, Guilherme... Gilhelm I, always, I Guillard, can never sell it. Girardo, oh, the yeah. Toulon French captain, who is just brilliant all round.
1: Oh, We've we got a squad of 10 there. Yeah. We've got a squad of 10 out of that. They can play wherever they want. Thank you for your help. At uh, Rugby Podcast on Twitter. Um, come on then. We, LT, LTBP community. What what position are we going <laughs> with next week?
2: So, we're going to do back row. Are we going to do flankers and number eights separate, or should we just roll it all up into one?
3: I don't know. I would be tempted to do sevens and then eights and sixes.
2: <laughs> I think maybe because there's a few contenders. These, these are all going to be
1: genuine sevens players, aren't They're they? They're going to be really, especially the sevens. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like Rank Kankowski as well, who's played sevens. Yeah. Actually played sevens.
3: I heard he was coming over to the Premiership. It never, it never happened. Yeah, well, he, no, he no, was Ulster, lined, he was uh, lined up for Ulster, Ulster at one stage, yeah, it. but it
2: was um, the other one, uh, Koitzi, Kurtzi. He's
3: one of my favourite players. Marcellski, absolutely brilliant. player.
2: Yeah, Kankowski, good player. Some of his highlights, early doors highlights. Yeah.
3: He's only like thirty-one now.
2: Yeah, yeah, not. He's still got a few good years left in him. Um, so yeah, let's do let's just do back row. All right, general. back row,
1: back row overall. So it's got this is going to be a proper Rolls Royce, amazing team. So they, yeah, probably will be. It's actually. going to be hard to pick. So your back row sevens players. I'm just thinking of weeks we've got left till the Olympics. I doesn't really matter. Give me weeks until we've got till the main season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're right. Um, so at Rugby Podcast, your back row sevens team. There's going to be some amazing players in that. So I, I'm just thinking of. I, I, I like like Tipperick for me would be like the archetypal sevens back row player, like real link player hands yeah. gas well, inte- someone, rugby intelligence.
2: Someone like Hooper as well.
1: Oh yeah, definitely Hooper. Hoops. Stuart Hooper. Yeah, 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 yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Do you want to um, hear something awful? Yes. Um, <laughs> so Andy Ellis uh, is, is retiring with Canterbury Crusaders. Oh, uh, you off. They played their final home game for 2016. And then after that, um, they put up on their Facebook page, and presumably they played it in like a, a team social in the bar afterwards, a video from the rest of the squad to Andy Ellis of them singing Westlife's Flying Without Wings. Oh my God. But changing the words. It is one of the worst videos I've ever seen. <laughs> so it starts with Andy Ellis going. Oh, my karaoke song oh, of choice would be.
3: Karaoke song. Um, Spent a little
1: bit of time in Japan is uh, flying without wings.
3: Um,
1: by Westlife. Um, yeah. Everybody looking for that something. And then the other players all suddenly jump in and start. Thing that makes
3: it all complete.
1: Anyway, that was a video he did for the Canterbury Crusaders thing. Now what the rest of them have done is continued that. Check out. I don't know who that fella is. I don't recognise him. That's him looking? I know, I know that's Kieran Reed, but who's that fella to, his, uh, to Kieran Reed's right?
2: Uh, oh, it's the second row, isn't it? I can't remember his name.
1: Anyway, have a listen to their singing. It is abs- it's the, It's up there with the worst I've ever heard.
0: For this team, has been in <laughs> the nicest you'll ever meet. <laughs>
1: It's New Zealand captain Kieran Reid. He's good at cricket and at gardening. He's good at and at gardening.
3: He's <laughs> <laughs> he trying
1: Thank you, Nodolo. Ken and he's talented.
0: Or is he just competitive? He wins at everything.
1: Just look at the video. Oh, nice. Yeah, look at these boys. Like they've been held at gunpoint doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, if you really, if you want to put your ears through it, go and find it on the Canterbury Crus- Crusaders' They're Facebook weird, page. we weird, aren't they, New Zealanders? So they've got
3: this kind of it's a strange New Zealand sport chic going on. I can't quite, can't quite
1: describe it. Yeah, what you mean, like flat peak uh, caps, yeah. vests, and I mean,
3: you've got. I mean, You've gotta put this in context that they live on an island which looks very similar to Anglesey. I mean, how weird would it look if you saw a <laughs> bunch of guys with flat flat peak caps <laughs> wandering around the isle of the Isle of Man? Mm. Something like that. It's it's odd.
2: Mm. Well speaking of gimmicks, so they probably like a few gimmicks, don't they? And Yes.
3: Uh Southern Kings.
2: So <laughs> to name a few. And uh the Brumbies gimmick. So they've got a home quarter final this week. And they've had poor attendances recently, so their gimmick this week is to give out pies to the first 2,000 people who show up at the stadium. Meat pies. And they're not worried
3: they're going to be overrun by vagrants. (laughs) (laughs) There's people queuing up from like 2 in the morning to get (laughs) a hold of a pie. Oh, God. The law it's ba- of unintended consequences.
2: <laughs> it is bad when you're, you're prestigious. Why are all the homeless sh- uh, <laughs> shelters
1: uh, empty? Well, that's what Sounds clearly. That's what sales sharks need to do because uh, they've got Fran Cotton on board as a chairman, and and, yeah. he, and he said the biggest thing they need to address is the, the attendance and getting the players, the, the, all the people that left, um, that have left the club due to no terrible one, experience no, match no experiences. One's left. They just
3: can't get there. Yeah, that's... until they open the new road, they they could appoint, they could appoint Graham Henry as head coach and chairman and CEO no one's going to go because you physically can't get there
2: <laughs> we we live what five miles from there
3: yeah If you if I it's go... so difficult to... exactly if I go watch sale I pack uh, a sleeping bag yeah. some <laughs> uh, some lost safety
1: flares <laughs> um, all sorts but it'd be alright if there was a if there was a B and b or just about anything nearby but anything there's else not, there's yeah. an airfield and that's it anything yeah, else I, you it's... could fly in I guess yeah you could yeah. chop her in if that, you... that's a very good idea yeah, actually. on a
3: microlight I think they only take assassins S- down in Barton but they've had to build their own pub yeah this is how serious it is they've got this like flat pack stadium which they've got from Ikea or somewhere they've built it in a place <laughs> that nowhere can go it's got no atmosphere and there is literally no road links to get there no there's one road link <laughs> there is one one,
2: one. one road, road in one. Road one
1: lane in one lane out yeah
2: Yeah. horrendous yeah but waiting in the car if you leave at, at kick off um, full time if you leave the stadium at full time, you can just be in an hour, an hour just sitting in your car, going oh,
1: nowhere. Blue
3: has actually got one of the. I mean, it's got one of the easiest jobs there is, really. Say you want to reengage in fans, wait for the new roads to open. Uh, claim
1: success, cotton. You mean?
3: Sorry, what yeah, I yeah,
1: say? Yeah, phone yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, right. yeah, that's all right. And just
1: wait. Yeah, done. Yeah. Anyway, uh, elsewhere, oh, some other news. Paul O'Connell is going back to Munster part time as an academy advisor for a year. That feels a little bit kind of something and nothing. I I quite like that Ronan O'Gara, one of you know, one of his fellow Munstermen, took a job abroad and is going and doing something, getting getting his teeth stuck in elsewhere. I like, I think, I think Ronan O'Gara is one to one to watch (laughs) on the coaching front.
3: Uh, You know what? You're right there because I'm mocking him now, saying, "Oh, defence coach." He runs one of the best defences in all Mm. of Europe, and it isn't the same as like the quick press for Saracens. It's completely different.
1: Yeah, I like that move that you made. Um, Top 14 are are talking about introducing a relegation playoff instead of a straight relegation. So you, ah, okay. um and there's
2: two there's two that go down isn't there? Oh so well, one go one goes down one goes down one, one playoff. playoff.
1: Yeah. And Super Rugby, uh, there was one that was just wrapping up what we were talking about. Um, the Stormers v-, v the Force was it? Oh the Force by the way there's a lot of people in Australia suggesting the Force be shut down. Um I'm not sure about this. G- no, I don't think it will be. Um no, it's basically it's losing loads of money. They've never got anywhere close to being in the playoffs. But they are bringing through players like the Halep Petty brothers and stuff like that. So, well, there's two. There's two mm. Halep mm. oh, yeah. Um But um, in the Stormers Force game, uh, Daniel Duplessis was sent to the bin whilst still on the floor, knocked out himself. So he, well, that was, yeah, that was he, last he, week, wasn't he, it? Yeah, it was, oh, was it last week? Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm catch, only just catching up on stuff. But yeah, yeah, he, um, that
2: would
1: he, br- player jumped in the air. Force player jumped in the air. Daniel Duplessis came in, hit him in the air, but hit him by hip his head to the player's Help. hip. Hang on, wait. So this whole thing is predicated on duty of care. Where was the duty of care to Daniel Duplassie when he's receiving a knee to the head? The the fourth player jumped in the air and hipped hipped him to the head. This
3: is why I hate duty... I don't mind the rule saying, don't touch a player in the air. Get that, fine. I hate the idea of duty of care because then it opens all sorts... that is a duty of care thing. If your knee hits someone else's head, regardless hip. of the intention... Oh, hip, hip
1: yeah. still. If it hits someone's head... For instance, whose hip hit someone else's head?
2: CJ Stander. CJ
1: Stander. exactly. Pat-
2: Pat- Patrick G- Lombie. Duty
1: of care. This was the other way around. This is the guy that was still on the floor. Yeah. Um, was the guy... Was the tackler. Yeah, the guy went up in the air, caught the ball. The guy went up in the air, caught the ball. The guy, the tackler... Collides with him. Collides, collides his head with his hip. That causes the player with the ball in the air to flip, but it also causes the player who tackled him That's to be exa- knocked out. I hate, I hate <laughs> the duty of care.
2: But yeah. Duty of care doesn't appear anywhere in the rules.
3: No, but there's this made up thing which they got from, I don't know,
2: people's society somewhere. People just refer to it. Like commentators just incorrectly refer to it.
1: Yeah, well. I don't like it and that's the end of that (laughs) okay good anyway it was quite quite interesting to see a referee go up to a player who's sparks out on the floor give him a yellow card
2: (laughs) no (laughs) compassion no (laughs) mercy no empathy there Tim no no empathy where's (laughs) the empathy wait till he's
1: on the stretcher being carried off (laughs) and then you know make sure you duck back out at half time and at full time just to remind him in case he has memory loss and can't remember that he got a yellow card (laughs) (laughs) Um, right oh god we've got to put under the microscope our two teams then we do Wasps and Worcester do
2: it. Which should we go for first? Wasps or Worcester? Worcester.
1: Worcester, yeah, go on, Worcester.
2: Worcester's <laughs> relatively simple, I think. Oh,
1: yeah, the, the loss of Dean Ryan. Dean Ryan is
2: probably the biggest talking point. Okay. In terms of names, obviously they've shored up the Francois Hugard deal. Who, right. That is a good That's a good move for them because when he came in last season, they immediately had the uh, the half-pack bound, half-pack honeymoon period, I think I named it. Yeah. Um, they've, they've
3: also got... um. Ex England centre.
2: <laughs> uh, he's not got any caps. He's not got
1: any caps, so he's sorry. Ex England squad, squad member. S- yeah, member Ex England squad member Ben Teo. Ben Teo. Yep.
2: Um, I think that is that's a good sign-in.
1: It's unknown.
2: <clears throat> he, he's he's a good he's a good.
1: They had Andy Simons there in that sort of position before. They, they, they didn't really have any pedig- real pedigree in that position, did they? Who's the,
3: other, the They've got another inside centre who's very good. Are yeah, you, is it Mills. Uh,
1: Hill, uh, Mills. Uh, Ryan Mills. Ryan Mills. He's kind of a squad player. Uh, he I think could more than that, could Neil. be a good could I be think a he's ten a good, option potentially another ten I option. I think he's
2: a good he's a good option yeah. Mills. What they what they do need is another fly half. Yeah. And uh, Are they sticking
3: with Heathcote this year. They
2: have got Heathcote, yeah. They, they have brought in another center, um Jackson Willison, mm-hmm. who's coming from Grenoble. Uh but he's a New Zealand Maori. He's he's got uh Half a dozen caps for the New Zealand Maori, a lot of Super Rugby experience, or so experience of the top fourteen without being a big name.
1: So their back line looks really good to me. Aside from ten, well, well, their back three is one of their the back three is excellent. The their scrum yeah. I disagree
2: with
3: awesome. you. I think their ten is fine. They need a kicker. They need option. a kicker. Yeah, that's, yeah. A that's that is a good point. Yeah, that's actually. a fair point. Uh, the packs. I would worry now that the transition from Dean Ryan to whoever it is isn't going to be that stable. Um. And also, I don't think their signings are that strong. it's a good evolution, I guess.
2: Yeah, but it's, it's not, not.
3: There's nothing really to get overly excited about.
2: No, and they've not lost any big names. They lost Charlie Mulcrone, to who's gone to Quins uh, to be back up to to Danny Care because I he's retired, hasn't he? I think his brother uh, Dixon, Carl Dixon, has retired. Yeah. Um, but the the rest of no big losses, apart from Dean Ryan, and that, that that's. That's it. So, I think they'll, they'll be stable, and they've got a so- solid enough team to compete. And they've got some some very talented players, and they've got a good squad or a decent enough squad. But it's losing your head coach, and what That's impact that will have.
3: Yeah, are they better or worse than this time last year?
2: Um, I would say worse. Well, they didn't have Huhan
3: this
1: yeah. time last year.
2: The squad, the squad is arguably slightly better. Yeah. But they're possibly going to be worse because they've not—they've got no leader. And Dean Ryan, he, like you said a few seasons ago, when they got relegated, to him, it was a long game, and he was building towards something, and he was on his way to. That's right, to and how JB him.
1: laughed.
3: Well,
2: we We both we both laughed. i sort of considered. I mean, actually, it does prove
3: that I was right. The fact that he, <laughs> that he wasn't right—he wasn't right, man, because he didn't stick it out. <laughs> um, you know, if he stuck it out, I think I'd have had to eat, uh, eat in the words.
2: But it, it is—you have to say that if you're going to get relegated, you have to say we're building towards it there's nothing well, else oh yeah the, he uh, did say that
1: at the start of the season yeah, they got relegated you inherit
2: like a Saracens
1: yeah
3: I think it's absolutely fair to say it's a five year process now because all the academy credits and you have to build through the academy so that is an absolutely legitimate point one which I rubbished when he first, he first said it but although he got them back up he did bottle it like what 3 years into his 5 year plan? Mm. Yeah. And that that's inexcusable. I want to
1: know what's going on there. Is he I, I'm, I see we've not heard anything else. I'm wondering if I always used to like him on uh, the TV coverage on Sky. I Skype. think actually as a pundit he's really good. I think he's great. I wonder if that might be what he's doing. Well, I'd, who I, knows. Possibly. Possibly I mean, he writes um... a,
2: he writes a decent article for the Guardian. The Guardian or Telegraph he writes for. I think it's the Guardian.
3: Scathing of Stuart Lancaster. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got to say everything he writes seems to make sense. So, so, yeah.
1: yeah. We'll see, if we'll if see. he's playing, like, you know, I mentioned Billions in the rugby social game earlier. I've been watching it and it's a great game. I, what, I, I don't know. Maybe if Dean Ryan has looked at his, where his stock currently is and, and he's projecting where his stock might be at the end of this current season and he's going, I'm going to sell high. Peak Ryan. Peak Ryan. I don't know.
3: I can't see that because if he left Worcester... To go to an international role or a better club. I mean, there's talk of Bath, I guess. Yeah, I'd, then I'd say fine. But what was he going to do? Go to the RFU and join the ranks of the non-competitive coaches? Do like pretend that he's teaching skills to the most skillful people in the country? I, mean, I, I don't really know where where he's going to go next.
1: Well, I, I want to see what, whether he pops up at the RFU, or I loved him as a pundit, so I wonder whether yeah. he'll be the analyst.
2: He, he, he could he could take that, and it's a. Uh take the stress out of it easier life working
3: for the RFU I hate saying this working for the RFU it's like being it's like the public sector of rugby you go in there, you get given this basically a job for life. You don't have to win win any games, and you piggyback off the success of others. It's uh, it's an awful move
1: for anyone with any ambition. Or it's good for like a bit of balance and a bit of family time and having your weekends back and just oh, yeah. just work, in, work until retirement. Oh, it, maybe it's, that's where he's headed. Yeah, Who yeah knows?
3: It's great for the individual. It's not so good for the structure. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Well, so. we'll, well, we'll see. We'll see on that one. But I think we we all identified a kicker and a director of rugby. Yes. With real pedigree, could be enough to drop them right into the relegation mire. I reckon Rob Andrew would be a good one because he can kick and be director of rugby. <laughs> <laughs> it's good.
2: Very nice, Jay. Very Thanks, nice. Uh, and Wasps. Wasps. Now, Wasps is more interesting. They've had more comings and goings than just about any other team, I think. Mm. So they've lost the Piatow Boys. Which is an enormous. More lot. comings
1: and goings Huge. than the uh, Love Island house,
2: indeed. <laughs> Don't know what. That, Don't know what that means, but I assume <laughs> you're right.
1: Uh,
3: so I've got a theory about wasps, and this theory started last uh, in the last lot of playoffs when wasps I felt looked very edgy because they went out in the s- semis for the Heineken Cup, and I know the chat within the camp was we're going to win something this year, and they really felt that they could do. But not only did they think they could win it. I think they also recognise that they're not going to win it next. They're not going to win anything next year, because the lo- the players they've lost are too important. Like Phil says, Patel brothers, huge massive. Loss.
2: George Smith, A huge loss, massive. and even someone
3: like Ben Jacobs who so solid for yeah. was so, so solid for them. Another
2: big loss, and Bradley Davis. Bradley Davis, yeah. So they've got Matt Simons, Simon Simons coming in from London Irish, who if we were playing Super Rugby, I'd want Simons, but as we're in the Northern Hemisphere. I'd much rather have Bradley Davis. Absolutely. Uh, he's a yeah. proven interna- international and club. This yeah. is,
1: Matt Simons has got to prove himself He now has to. Because he's come yeah. over with, for a bit of wedge, he's come over um, with a lot of big, big reputation and... I would argue, has not delivered at all. You, it's it's think... been
2: difficult for him to deliver in a, the team that got relegated. Uh, yeah, but... Johnny Williams stood out last year yeah. as, a, as a great player.
3: But not only that, he came over with the well, one of the coaches that made him into such a alleged good player. Yeah. So if he had ever had a chance to do it in the Premiership, it'd be last year under the coach that he knows in a system that he knows.
2: Yeah.
1: He... Uh, uh, he looked like a rabbit in the head. A bit, a bit a, He looked like it was all a bit too much for him last Does
3: year. Has anyone heard any rumours that he might have felt, felt he was a little bit too good for Irish? Anyone heard those rumours? <laughs> not,
1: not, heard, not heard that. I've, no, I've not heard that. I've no. heard, no. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard other, other stuff, but I'm not, I've not heard that. Ah, anyway, let's get let's yeah. let's, let's we, we, We've it. not
2: heard it. We've confirmed it. Confirmed yeah. not heard. Um, so the other guys they're losing, they're losing their two backup fly halves, Lazowski and Jackson. Who had gone to Saracens and, and, and Queens, to the NYPD, respectively. respectively. Yeah. Hey,
1: Lazowski!
2: <laughs> <laughs> he works alone, though, so Paul uh, <laughs> only slows him down. But they have brought in Sippers, obviously, yeah, yeah. to so cover that. They've,
1: so
3: they've got rid of the Lone Cop, and they've gone and, uh, and invested in one of the worst duos ever to really play. Now, if you'd have gone back and pulled up game tape of the Rebels, who would have thought? We need those two. We need those two right Sip, now. Sippers and Beal. What would Yeah, Sippers and Beal. <laughs> that that is a,
1: that. I mean, if you wanted to take the cop show format, that is like a uh, Danny Glover and Mel. G- no, in fact, they're both. It's like two Mel Gitters.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you don't have you don't have the street man. It's just two wild cards.
3: I'm, I find this really. I, on one hand, you think what a difference five years makes, or whatever it was, when they were both in the Rebels god knows what they were doing it wasn't much in the way of rugby and now they're both classes le- legitimate you yeah say
2: stars uh well they're both they're like they're, they're both a bit more stable and settled and consistent now
1: and there will be over a million pounds of salary
3: per season And do you know yeah. what, if you want two lads who are famous for going out and and getting hammered and you know, talking to ladies. If you want them to settle down, what you need to do is give them massive salaries. <laughs> <laughs> that that should do it. <laughs> Make them like centre of attention.
2: Yeah. So th- they've also lost.
1: Although, a- although, sorry, I will say <laughs> that trains don't run that late from Coventry to London, so Sippers won't be able to go out as much as he did. Till
2: oh well, that's
3: no problem. Well, if there's no For trains running, one. is it? I mean, we've got. A- oh, hang on. Oh, hang I'll on. No, mind. We- <laughs> <laughs> How else would he get home if there's no train?
2: Oh, I don't know. At five in the morning, round London. <laughs> The day very, after the day after an England international match. Very, very quickly. How would he get home? I don't know. Taxi? <laughs> so they, they've also lost uh, Cittadini, their tight head prop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's he gone? He's gone to Bayon. He's a, he's, a, he's a good, good Italian tight head. So that's a big loss. But they, brought in, they have brought in a few players. So Marty Moore coming in potentially is a good player. So he's Irish international, Leinster player. Probably problem is the last few seasons, I feel like I've hardly seen any of him because he's been injured consistently. Mm. They've obviously brought in Tommy Taylor, who is a good player. Yeah. Sippers, um, KB, Simons. They brought in Nick DeLuca um, as a sh- kind of short-term deal from Beeritz. No, short-term deal from retirement. And they've also brought in Guy Armitage, who's... Uh, Have they? Never, he's threatened to do good things, but never actually done them. I thought
3: his best season was at Doncaster.
2: No, that's Bevan. Oh, is it? Guy Armitage was at. He
3: went out to Talon at one point. He yeah, did. I remember that bit. He, he does a bit with BT Sport, doesn't he? And does the French league when they used to cover it. Does he? Uh, is, it, is it the one with the he- with the ponytail?
2: Uh, I don't. I've never seen him with the ponytail. Is it big, big centre? Yeah, definitely one. Um, quite a rangy runner, but never really, never really done it. He's... So we're
1: analysing it is that possibly overall they could be slightly weaker than they were. Yeah, it I...
2: it feels like the replacement they, they've possibly lost a little bit more because like the the best players. Which is
1: amazing they're, when they're bringing in sippers and Beal.
2: Well, the, the best players they've brought in. So sippers, I mean, um, what's his name? The, the current fly half Gopeth, is a good. He's a very good fly half. Well, he's a, so he's the, a handycappling he, fly half, isn't he? Uh,
3: was he? Oh, he's there. Yeah, he's a. Leinster, yeah, he's won some Pro Twelves. Like, he's a l- l- legitimately legit qu- quality fly half.
2: Yeah, so you got rid of the the second string fly halves and brought in another first string fly half. Which, I mean, you look at the best teams and they they do operate like that. But it, well, he wants to It feels a, a little bit less necessary than some of the other players. And then mm. Beal obviously is injured. Well, and Beal is
3: kind of a 10-12 as well. I mean, I think he's making his name at 12 mostly.
2: For for, for the Waratahs, last few seasons, when they won it, it was Foley and Beal. Beal was 12.
3: What are they really missing? They're missing a full-back and they're missing a 12. Now, well, potentially, you could put Beal at 12 and Sippers at 15, but it doesn't really
1: sit well with you. Unlike yeah. previous seasons, you will be missing, probably, Nathan Hughes for a chunk mm. of the season. You will. And he's massive for them.
2: He is. He's... Very good player, and yeah. instrumental in a lot of their... The positive stuff, because he gets good front football so consistently, consistently like Billy does, it makes everything a little bit easier. You're playing in front of the game line.
1: So, in the autumn, Wasps will have a back row that will that potentially will not have Nathan Hughes and will not have James Haskell or George Smith.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, are you missing someone there?
2: Uh, well, no, that was no. their back row,
3: wasn't it? Yeah, 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 you're right.
2: Yeah, I mean, you've got the, you, the young lad, Sam Jones, Thomas, Thomas young. young, Guy Thompson. Oh,
3: so you're player. Guy Thompson's not, not young, he's about 30. Is he? Yeah.
2: Okay. You've got the other the two young lads and Guy Thompson.
3: Uh, you know, and also, Thomas Young might be picked up by Wales. By, by Wales, Wales. yeah. Before you know it. Yeah. So that's an, that's another potential option.
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting, because they have. They've still got like, Wade, and, Wade and Frank Lai out wide. They've still got some finishing power. They've still got some big boys up front. Um... I would say Matt Mullen's a great player. Where do you Ashley see Johnson's playing? a great, great Wait, player. If, if 12. 12 def- definitely.
1: definitely, yeah. 12, yeah. definitely. The- With Miller getting the 15 shirt again. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Miller's a very good player, actually. We
3: Miller looked over- good, yeah. Might actually have overlooked him because Pietal was so good. Yeah. And then Sippers in and out? I don't know.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. And Simpson, well, they've got Simpson and Dan Robson. So they've got two of the best scrum well, halves in England.
3: very well for Northampton, so that's not a that's not bad, actually.
2: Yeah, having the two that you can rotate. Hmm.
3: Interesting. So, Interest. it's, it's, so,
1: yeah. so right, Wasps, top four, yes or no? Mm, uh,
2: no. I am going to say... I'm going to say no. I'm also going to say no, just, just... Having know. your most extensive player unavailable for a good chunk of the season in, in Kirtley Beale is going to cause issues. And
1: arguably your most important player potentially missing a third of the season with internationals. Do you know who they remind me of? They remind me of Harlequins. On their day, they'll be great. Yeah. But
3: I don't think they'll have the consistency. I think they'll... But mind you, that means that they'll either finish above
1: or below But but like you say, it's going to be a funny season again because I see Quinns struggling again. I see Bath struggling again.
2: But it's they're going to be struggling because they're a good team actually
1: everyone's struggling except for Saracens
2: they're going to be struggling because it's such a competitive league but
1: I think I think uh... Sale
3: will do I think Sale will be a good, good team a good team this year yeah yeah Very good I,
1: team. I, I hope I hope they will when and if Eastman never actually does uh... Uh, is there any a, any Eastman news maybe we should no. start up like you know, Eastman watch Eastman watch
2: as far as I'm aware it's still not been announced but he's definitely left Bath up.
3: He's definitely um, and, left And Sale
1: have said they're looking to uh, they mentioned a name of someone and then said um, and they're looking to sign a player x player who was named in this article and one other back. So one
2: one of the backs specifically inside center former rugby league
1: oldenboy. Former for rugby league yeah who be? Uh, <laughs> I was likes hanging out at the Trafford centre. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to bring in a flat jo- and, in the... and skinny and skinny jeans. They're, they're bringing definitely. back Joe Ford. <laughs> 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 uh, so I wonder if Sale are playing
3: games here because they don't want to spend the amount of money that Bath... If he said that Bath he'd be their highest paid player, are you aware of that? Yeah, yeah, because uh, that, was, that was the mental. reason. Yeah. Especially when you've got like Lowe and Denton and just name the whole pack and you think, well, Kyle Eastman's getting paid more than all of those boys. Start bodies.
2: in England, fly half.
3: Yeah, of course, Jonathan Joseph, Yeah, Anthony Watson. one, of, yeah, one guy's of the-, the highest paid player is he's a damn good player, but he's not that good. So I wonder if the is just kind of biding their time until he gets desperate and then then sells for the less money.
2: Well, it'd be interesting because the money f- to go to sale would probably be comparable to the money to go to back to rugby league. You I think, yeah, I would have thought so. I reckon so. I think there'd be a few offers on the well, table uh, for rugby league.
3: Six million pounds worth of salary cap this year.
2: Yeah. There's nothing like that in Super League. What is the Super League salary cap? Uh, I think it's about four
3: million, isn't it? Or three million? It might even be less than that.
2: I don't, I don't know. Find,
3: find out. I'm sure it's tiny com- compared to uh, compared to rugby union.
2: Uh, oh, we've got the uh, 2002 figures. Do you want that? Two point three million in 2002.
3: Mm. Well, put it this way, the average rugby, Le- rugby, union sa- rugby league salary is about forty k.
2: That can't be right. It is right. Is that the median or the mean?
3: I don't. I don't know. I I, I got it from the from
2: uh, <laughs> Do you remember our Twitter argument a couple of months ago about mean and
3: median. Uh, I got it from the um, from the head of their players' association.
1: <laughs> so it's a pretty solid figure. that. Well, maybe this time next week we'll have we'll have some Kyle Eastman news to go along with some uh, Stuart Lancaster news as well.
2: The combined earnings of the top twenty-five players must not exceed one point eight million. Clubs are then allowed to sign a new player if they're room at the Cop. I'd spend maximum fifty thousand on the top twenty outside. So the average, well, the maximum outside the top twenty-five is fifty k. So the the average won't be forty k. <laughs> they
3: are then. What's wrong?
2: Clubs are allowed a marquee player. Uh,
3: well. So you could come as a marquee. Two player. marquee players
2: now. Uh, sorry, this is super, this is super oh, league. Super league.
3: Super
2: right. league. Okay, yeah. yeah mm. Right. So he could go back to league.
1: Who? We'll wait and see. We will. Um, right, where, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Are we done? One hour ten, I think we're done. We're done. Right. Uh, work, leave, boys. leave your five-star reviews on iTunes. Um, <laughs> five-star only. Yeah. That's an order. Um, and uh, follow and get in touch. Be part of the L... LTBP T-B-P community uh, <laughs> by following and chatting at Rugby Podcast on Twitter. I'm going to start making LTBP
3: communi- um Community t-shirts though and maybe have
1: marches. Yeah, we can have. Yeah, we can have flags with like, but just pick different colours to go at, like in like the rainbow flag. Just exactly. Different colors.
3: <laughs> why, why the rainbow flag? We're, we're completely different. We're, it's completely different. No, I was just we're using different. that as a reference point. I just yeah, <laughs> imagine because we love hoops. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. that's we why. Hoops. We love hoops. We,
1: hoops. we love hoops.
2: It's got to be hoops.
3: Multi-coloured hoops, not rainbow.
1: Multi-coloured <laughs> yeah, hoops. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just different. I'm thinking. We could
2: reflect the the colours of the teams. We have a dark green for Leicester, black for Saracens, blue for. You'd have lots bath. of shades of blue. Yeah, it would have.
1: Yeah, so you can, just, you can, lump, you can lump sail um, and bath Yeah, together so you can get blue. Complete
3: Toffee on making us a um, LTBP community um, flag. flag. That, that, oh, be or superb. after his
1: outstanding work of, uh, the on mock-ups Twitter. Of, the mock-ups of the dungeon are absolutely uh, they're, they're brilliant. Follow Follow um, Complete Toffee on Twitter. Brilliant rugby stuff, and thank you very much. Uh, right, yeah, nice one. Good work, Phil. Thank you, Tim. Uh, so who have your beloved canes got? Uh, it... oh, let me. Let me. Let's actually just yeah. r- run through that briefly.
2: Yeah. So, my beloved, beloved, dear, Canes. dearly beloved Canes,
1: man and boy,
2: they are the. I think it's the early morning game. Yes, they are the early morning game on next Saturday, the twenty third. Yeah. They host the Sharks, who were the eighth place team because obviously Hurricanes were the top. Yeah. So, so Canes will win that. You'd expect a home win for that. Then uh, on the Friday morning our time Friday evening Australian time Brumbies host Highlanders uh, which <sighs> Highlanders scored significantly more points um, they totaled 52 points yeah. Brumbies only scored 43 points but Brumbies get the home New semi-final and
1: is not as bad as some other travels so I imagine the Highlanders to win away.
2: yeah Highlanders Highlanders are good did you see uh, Waisaki Naholo's finished in the the game this weekend against the Chiefs—they're they're very good. Victory against the Chiefs. No,
1: I will check it out.
2: It's an unbelievable finish, absolutely incredible. So I'm going to say an upset there. Highlanders, well, well not an upset. The away team going winning. With form, but away from away here. team winning Highlanders. Yeah. Then Lions host the Crusaders, which—that's
1: a tough one to call. That.
2: Yeah, Crusaders who lost at home to the Hurricanes. If they'd won, they would have got a home semi-final. Um, but they didn't, so it means they travelled to the Lions, and a Lions team who've just rested all their best players because they were playing the Jaguars. So I think the Lions at home could do that. Mm. And then the final game, which I think is 5pm, mm-hmm. uh, British summertime or whatever we're on these days, uh, is Stormers versus the Chiefs, which again, you could see the Chiefs winning away there.
1: Yeah, you can.
2: So, I'm going to say we're going to have three out of four of the uh, New Zealand teams in the semi final. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Con- consensus at last.
3: Uh, yeah, amazing, isn't it? On a weekend with no rugby, um, we've chatted for one hour and 13 minutes wow. on rug- about rugby. About rugby. So
1: about rugby. There you that's go. That's how so much we love the game. We're here for We love it that much. And we'll be back next week with another one. In a bit. Bye.
2: Good work. Just that little bit of the start to. to- whether we cocked up the um